Hello, everybody. Welcome to God Hates Jags. This is episode five of your favorite Jaguars podcast, hopefully. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Can't complain. Uh, we'll see if that's the intro we use. I hope this is everyone's uh, favorite Jags podcast out of the thousands that are out there. But I can tell we're you. There. I can tell you for sure. I know one person. It's definitely their favorite podcast. Our, I also uh, know yeah. said person who Our, probably shall not be named. So let's keep them anonymous. Keep it anonymous. All right. Yeah, I think you'll like it that way. You he like? Knows. All right. Can I say happy birthday to him? Yeah, you can say happy birthday to him. Our our favorite listener, who shall rename anonymous, had a birthday sometime in the in the near past. Or may or may he? not have just recently had a birthday. Perhaps. I feel like he wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, his birthday was like. Uh, I feel sometime. like he would. I definitely did. If I didn't go on Facebook that day, what? You guys remember birthdays? No one remembers birthdays. They're Hell like, yeah, dude. Well, I don't know yours, but I know Sean's. Yeah. So, we have okay. another friend. Well, I don't know either of yours, so fuck you too. <laughs> when is your birthday? January 17th. Oh, yeah, yeah that's you right. Get any personal information about What's birthday? your social security number? <laughs> 555. <laughs> 555. Yeah. Um, Once we publish this episode, I'm asking him. I feel like he won't care at all that I use his name. And if he doesn't, I'm using his name next week. Well, we'll shout him out on the next episode. Well, happy uh, birthday, buddy. Happy anyway. birthday, dude. I hope I didn't. I, apparently, I missed it, but happy birthday. This should make up for it. Uh, yeah, he was really pissed he didn't hear from you, dude. What? No, he wasn't. <laughs> that's all he's talking about. <laughs> so, some of the newest news that's going on over in Jagsland. Uh, so our best pass rusher on the team is, oh, is is Josh Allen. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I I forget. Our best pass rusher is Josh Allen. Our second best pass rusher is Mr. Yannick Ngakwe. And as everybody knows, doesn't, didn't sign his, uh, franchise tender yet. The, uh, deadline to sign a long-term deal is gone. So it's either he's going to play on a franchise tag for us, or he's going to hold out or he gets traded. That's only three options. Uh, but yesterday, he fired his second agent so far since being in the NFL. And there's a five-day waiting period before he can hire another agent. I don't know why. Uh, Shimmer, can we put that on the list of things that will get answered for next podcast? That's an interesting question. I will uh, probably – that's going to be a difficult to find, but I will try <laughs> that. was one – I was wondering about that. Like, I wonder why there's a – I guess so, like, you can't, like, have collusion with another agent being like – I'm, but you can do that five days later. What's the difference? Yeah. I'm going to fire this guy and hire you. I don't really know how much five days difference would make. I've, I really yeah. don't. It's like, sleep, you know, really think about this, Jan. Like, I'm going to let you think. I'm going to mull it over for five days. <laughs> and then you can fire him. I, yeah. I have no idea. But I'll, uh, I'll write it down, and uh, we'll see what I can find. Go to NFL.com backslash rules. All right. And that'll, that'll get us there. Uh, but yeah, so he fired his agent. So he's agentless. Uh, Dave Caldwell went on the radio with some of the Jags people today. And it was basically just a bunch of no answers. People would say like, Oh, what does that mean? Have you guys been in communication? And he pretty much just said, we've had talks, but I'm not going to speak on behalf of Jan, you know, Jan speak kind of a thing. So he didn't give us any hints on what's going on with the team. Uh, what do you guys kind of think? Is this, change anything is what do you guys think is he playing for us this is like the 
until we get any official news from Jan, let's, this is like the official, what do we think's happening with Jan conversation? Like it's anything different or? This changes nothing. This is, <laughs> all this means is that he was unhappy. He hasn't gotten his way yet. I mean, he fired him because he didn't think he, a different uh, agent can get me traded and get me to my contract, right? That's the only reason this happened. I mean, it's going to be his third agent. Shit, he's only played four seasons, right? Yeah, so, that's. <laughs> um, and he's going to play if he wants money. And if he doesn't, then he won't. I mean, <laughs> I think it's pretty simple. He doesn't want to be here, but if he wants money, then he has to play. And the Jags have made him put him in that position specifically because he also knows if he plays and plays poorly, it's less money next year, right? So it's honestly the, the smart business decision and right. not getting the compensation that they're looking for, which is a first-round pick. Right. I, I think I, I agree. I don't think it changes anything. It reaffirms the fact to me that he is going to play here this year because he's going to have a new agent. Your agent doesn't get paid unless you get paid. So he is going to sign the franchise tender. He's going to play for his $18 million this year because his agent's probably going to be pushing him to sign that also pushing him to play because you're going to, you're going to get 18 million this year. You're going to play the year and hopefully put some good tape down. So if you still want to play somewhere else next year, you get that big contract not only for Jan, but for however you pronounce his new agent's name, you know, whoever that's going to be his last ones where I couldn't even pronounce those, but his agent, not that it's going to be a huge factor, and I doubt this is the way with any player, but his agent's going to be pushing him. Let's get on the field. Let's get you playing. Let's get that $18 million, and let's move on the next year. But you have to put the tape out this year. He's going to play, and if, it, if anything now, he's going to have more of a chip on his shoulder. So I'll take that. I think Jan fired him because when Jan had his – he had like a Twitter meltdown where he got into a Twitter argument with Tony Khan – and then, like, he like, stopped doing that all of a sudden. I'm pretty sure, like, his agent was like, you know, you, you can't go online and, like, insult your owner. I'm pretty sure, like, that's yeah. why he, like, didn't like his agent telling him what to do. He's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do whatever I want. If I want to get into a Twitter tantrum, I'm going to do that. And he really didn't like that. He did not have enough leverage to do that. Not yeah. No, his agent's coming from a mature business standpoint, telling him, don't do this. You're fucking up our business, your business. You're your fucking money. up your money. And Yannick, I mean, he doesn't want to hear that from some probably like scrawny little dude in a suit. Like, I he's, just think, <laughs> he, you know, he's, uh, he's way more like uh, Jalen than I thought he was, you know, because right. all the stories before all this shit were like about, you know, how he's uh, the great locker room presence and shit like that. But now it's pretty evident, like, uh, he can be disruptive at the very least. You know, he's still a good player. He's a great player. Speaking of Jalen, I'm, like, pretty convinced Jan's new agent is going to be that Mulligata guy, the guy that's Ramsey's and, like, Deshaun Watson's agent. So, like, I I don't – I'm pretty sure, like, he's going to sign the franchise tender and come play to to get a couple weeks' worth of checks to get, you know, a couple million – because he basically gets paid a million dollars a game. So I think he's going to play a couple games to get a couple million, but then the Ramsey like back problems are going to start up. So that's my prediction. He's going to get Jalen's agent and then follow Jalen's last year. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, that I hate to say it, but that doesn't sound too far-fetched. So, Oh, speaking of uh, 
uh, Jalen uh, Hard Knocks on tonight with the Rams and the Chargers oh, yeah. teams. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Jalen on that show. I have a feeling. I love Hard Knocks. I uh, can, for the life of me, cannot find out whether, because I have HBO Max, and I'm just trying oh, to find yeah. out. Yeah, but I can't find out if it'll premiere live or if I have to, like, wait for the episode to be done and then they upload it to watch it. So... I have quite a bit of experience in this field. <laughs> Typically, at least on <laughs> on HBO Go, the shit would have, like, as if it aired on the TV at 9, like I'd watch Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and it was on at 9, right? You could go, you could watch it. But, Hopefully uh, that's the same. HBO, on a very su- quick side note, there's HBO, there was HBO Go, there was HBO Now, and now there's HBO Max. I can't keep straight which one does which. Max so, has, has the most. That's why it's Max. Yeah. yeah, Max is good. It's got a lot of sweet old samurai films and all the old Godzilla movies, so I'm a fan. But hopefully I, I can Roku. watch. Uh, I don't even know what that really is. Is that a TV? Or is that a stick that you plug into the TV? What is the Roku? It's a stick. You plug it okay. in, and there's uh, all the same apps on it that are on my TV. So I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. That sounds Patrick, redundant. It's got an iPod as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I'm just going to figure let it out. Patrick keep the iPad. <laughs> so I'm not. This is going to be a, a paperweight to me if I don't have a cord for it to charge it. So I'll, I'll get you a charger so you can keep the iPad charged so our quality of our iPod of our uh, podcast stays tip top shape. I don't want to compromise everyone's favorite Jaguars podcast, so let's get that. All right, good. So it uh, sounds good so far. Um, I think that's, you know, until the day comes for Jan to tell us what he wants to do, we're kind of stuck there. Uh, but I would say the biggest thing that's been going on is not exactly NFL, but it'll definitely be relevant to us when, you know, draft comes around. Uh, so, so far today, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten – said that they're not going to play this year. They're going to try to postpone the season till next spring. Um, you know, there's a couple other big, like SEC is the biggest. I know the SEC and the ACC both said today, that's a lot of letters to say, uh, they both said as of now, like they're still planning to play. They're looking at everything COVID related and taking their measurements. But what do you guys they're think? Looking, they're looking at adding teams <laughs> who are like, fuck, you know, I don't oh, yeah. care what the conference says. I'll go play in the SEC this season, which I think is one kind of awesome, but also crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, I already saw one. Oh, like, for it. I, I, I'm all for the madness. I'm here for it, as they say. I mean, I want college football. I'd be re- really sad if it if it wasn't there, but I don't sure. I don't expect them to do it. I mean, the, the, think- the MAC canceled. The MAC is a smaller conference because they couldn't simply couldn't afford to test the players uh, like the amount of times it would require, right? The SEC is like the mini NFL. Like they have enough money for this sort of thing. So, but I just don't, I don't see it happening. If I, if I were a player and I mean, maybe I would just because I could shoot up my draft stock if we're the only conference playing. Right. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's weird with, with the aspect of, the draft stock, but I mean, they will find ways to get around that. If, if they're not going to play the college football season and you're a player that may be on an NFL team's radar, say the Jaguars are looking at some player after our season, the NFL season, whenever that is over, whether they play a full season or not, 
there's, they can still do private workouts. I mean, they can still do all these like zoom calls, zoom workouts, um, you know, video workouts, everything like that. And they'll just have the players go through the whole process. I mean, they'll have, they'll hire a doctor to go out there and get, you know, cleared to check out the player and all that stuff. They'll, they'll go through a process that's going to be completely different, but you know, as, as a fan of NFL football and college football, of course we want to see games played. And, and I mean, I would love to see random teams that never play SEC teams play just to like, you know, this, this year, if they play whatever season, the, the champion of the college football season, as well as the NFL season, Super Bowl champion is going to be a team that had to overcome all this bullshit and, you know, keep their players responsible, keep their players healthy and focus on what they're doing. And that's playing football. What do you guys think? It's kind of like two different parts to it. Part A, do you guys think there's just going to be any college football in 2020? Or do you think all the conferences will eventually pull out? Shimmer, what do you think? Oh no, Shimmer froze. I think Shimmer's frozen. So Shimmer is just so distraught over no college football. He froze on us. Completely in shock. Wait, no, he got it. He got himself. He pulled himself zoom. back together. <laughs> I got zoom. I thought, he was, I thought he was just like being so respectful of like the points we were trying to make that he was like, I'm just going <laughs> to let you guys spin it. I got <laughs> I got booted and now I'm back in. I have no idea what you said. Uh, I, great point, Patrick. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad I got that off my head. I I want to know from you guys two things. One, will there be any college football in 2020? Uh, (laughs) What is your guy? If I was a betting man, I would say uh, any college football at all. uh, I'm going to say no. There's more than likely not going to be. Shimmer? I'm going no as well. Don't I just you think knows? That, I mean, there's a, uh, 120 college football teams. And, what, I mean, half of them are going to run into not having enough money to do this. But I just I – don't, I don't see it. I think that the NFL is far more likely. But um, right. I don't see it happening. So I no. think everyone will pull out, but the SEC is going to play because it's the South. It's – Health it's concerns. Gonna be a, it's gonna health be concerns be damned. A handful of teams just playing against each other, and you're you're not going to be a national champion. You're going to be a, a southeastern oh, yeah. champion. I mean, if you have the SEC championship, that's fine. That's all great. You pretty much got the last ten years of champions. So I feel like I mean that's true. Yeah, it's that's already true. basically the SEC show. I mean, do really you're you're, you're taking out you're taking out Notre Dame. I mean, you know, give or take how good they would be. You're taking out. Ohio State. Ohio um, State. I'll give you Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma. Right. But realistically, yeah, they'll make the playoff, but they have won shit in a while. Uh, it just kind of cheapens the uh, cheapens well, the experience. I would watch any game they put on. Don't get me wrong, but it cheap. It's like you're just playing this game just so we'll watch it. And you know, I can completely understand from a college player if there's not going to be a legit national champion or you know league to play in you don't want to go out there and we're talking about the draft you don't want to go out there and you know blow your knee out or or get a any kind of injury or or just get sick or anything could happen you you don't want that to happen it's not worth it yeah which kind of goes into the second point players protecting their bodies because 
a lot of them, like the, uh, the Pac-12 and Big Ten today, they said, we're going to try to play in next year's spring. So I feel like, you know, they're going to start to say, oh, let's try to play spring. But all these players are just saying, no, we have to get ready for the draft. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, at this that's point, not going to happen. Yeah. So, like, uh, you know. Urban Meyer was asked about it. Uh, I read today and he's, uh, he made a, brought up a good point, which I think I brought up maybe them playing in spring, but uh, he, you're, you'd be asking these guys who are not getting drafted to play two full seasons in one calendar year. Right. Cause they, yeah, go they have to go. And he said the human body is not built for that uh, to take that sort of thing. And so I, I kind of agree with that. I don't think it's actually that feasible of an idea um, a shortened season, possibly, but uh, it would depend on when it started. And, you know, if you're a first-round draft pick, what reason on earth would you have to play in spring? Right. If, if you're guaranteed now to be a first-round draft pick based off what NFL teams are telling you and what – I know college players don't have agents, but, I mean, come on, they do. If, they have agents. Yeah, if off what they're telling you, they're 100% in your ear, let alone their parents. These are still kids. Their parents telling them, do not play. You're going to be drafted regardless. Why would you play? Agreed. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm all for the players, you know, the safety. And, I mean, it should have a say in whether they play or not. I mean, these are 18-, 19-year-old kids. They should get paid. Speaking of, uh, we just – past the deadline for opting out, although it's a fake deadline because if any sort of medical issue comes up, I'm, you can pretty much opt out at any point, uh, from my understanding. But uh, some notable opt-outs for the NFL season due to the coronavirus. Apparently, uh, up the number is conflicting, but at least 60 to 67 players have opted out for the entire 2020 season. Three players from the Jaguars uh, were Sean Melvin, Laurenti McRae, and Al Woods, uh, one of our bigger free agent signings. But honestly, whatever, right? Al, <laughs> yeah. Al Woods sounds like a TV host. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, we said Al Woods on the last episode sounds like a, like a straight-up gangster. <laughs> it depends how you say it. Although I could see the TV house like uh, the Al Woods! Yeah, if you say it like that, but if you're like Al Woods. <laughs> True. Well, yeah, out, that's signed uh, three guys, three uh, journeymen. Yeah. I Rock, Who? Carl Davis, and Ron Reed. Uh-huh. Uh, can you tell me uh, any of their positions? Anyone? Uh, uh, I would assume one is defensive tackle. Yeah. Cornerback. Carl Davis, defensive tackle. Karan that, Reed, that's who I was guessing. And uh, Tremaine Brock, who I think has been on uh, – somehow been on 47 teams since he's – Yeah, the name <laughs> is super – he's a cornerback. Yes. Played 11 years, but I think on like 11 teams. Um, wow. So, yeah. uh, I don't think – I mean, you know, he'll be a veteran presence. Cool. When, uh, Speaking of uh, journeyman, do you guys remember when we had to sign Todd Bowman off of literally a tractor to start a game for us? That's it. Yes. I mean, yeah, I guess the... that memory, but yeah. Oh, it's there. <laughs> I definitely like in my like nostalgia. I imagine like Todd Bowman, uh, like starting a dozen game for us. But I remember like I actually looked at it a while ago. He only he only played like two games for us. But, like, and he started one. Yeah, but it felt like he he got called off the tractor like twenty different times. 
But apparently it was only like twice. Uh, I mean, that's, that's something that has cemented his name into Jaguars lore, you know, for a good reason or not. Yeah, it's a fun, you know, to have like a mm-hmm. you know, fun little trivia fact about you like that. It's better than that like... Was, that was the only fun I got from watching him play, so... That's something. More than what team, or, or what team did we play when he started for us? What is, That's a good uh, look up for next week. The Bills. Yeah, we'll add add that to the oh. uh, unanswered questions. And we'll, uh, oh, we'll deep, uh, deep you phrased that, that like you. I thought you had the answer. Like you were phrasing it. No, Patrick. Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm like focused a, on our podcast. I'm guessing the Jets. <laughs> I guess the Bills. Okay. Um, a couple other high profile players that have opted out. Former Jaguars receivers, Alan Hearns and Marquise Lee. Hearns is currently on the Dolphins and Lee on the Patriots. Uh, good written to Marquise oh, Lee. Yeah. Dude, like <laughs> half of the Patriots opted out. Yeah. There's like uh, you know, the big time Belichick tanking rumors to get Trevor Lawrence. They lost uh, Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung. I think that Patriots lost eight players to the opt-out thus far, which is the most in the NFL, which apparently the theory is, I don't think it's true is that they're tanking for Trevor, but they got, you wouldn't do that if you, you wouldn't sign Cam if that's what you're going to get. So. No, they're not tanking. No team tanks. It's, it's completely unpredictable. It's bullshit. No. You think so? Yeah. The yeah. smart move is to tank, especially when someone like Trevor Lawrence is available. Like, I remember specifically the Jaguars, all they had to do is lose to the Colts, and we got the first pick overall and would have got Andrew Luck, and we fucking won. Because oh, oh yeah. Did. That's what I we remember did. that game. I right? remember being at that game and being very they're upset. Because they're dumb. They should lose. They had nothing to win for them. Like, I I mean, yay, win. I mean, right? But no. That was uh, <laughs> the future. 2012, we got Justin Blackman that year instead. That worked. that worked. Oh, yeah, that worked out great. For five was, games. He's still probably one of the more talented receivers we've ever drafted. I will stand my ground and, and defend players, coaches, that no one tanks in the NFL because these players have too much to play for and the coaches are literally playing for their jobs or coaching for their jobs. I mean, the GM will say, this guy's hurt, this guy's hurt, this guy's hurt, or trade a bunch of sh- – Top player. Sure. Suck, right? The sure. Will will an will an organization try to put out a subpar product to hopefully get there? Yeah. But players are going to play as hard as they can. Some players will. I would you're say. More than I am, Patrick. I'm an optimist. Uh, you're the <laughs> pessimist, and Sean is neutral. What? No, I'm like the extra optimist, baby. Definitely. Oh, I'm taking that from you this part. You're, you're Sorry. moderate, and now, now the balance is forever broken. <laughs> you are the chosen one. You are supposed to bring balance. Well, this um, trifecta is is still in effect because Sean's neutral on this opinion. So. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it just said we got unlimited minutes. Are we paying for? Oh that? man. Wow, I thought we were going hey. to have <laughs> If you guys, for the listeners, if you want a little behind the scenes on how the pod gets made, normally we have to open and close Zoom a bunch of times because you only get 45 minutes for the free version and I have to edit it together. But Zoom just gave us a gift and we can talk how long as we want. We got Zoom is just a big, big fan. That's all. They feel bad for making Shimmer freeze. 
Yeah, I doubt that. Zoom hates Jag. Uh, <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh, I think um, I think you actually brought up a good point because you, Sean asked, will we have an NCAA season? I think the question is, are we going to have an NFL season? And so I did a bit of research, and I tried to determine some of the NFL's protocols for this upcoming season. Uh, but honestly, I think the only way to do that is to compare the rest of major league sports, right? And see who's been successful and whether or not we think the NFL's doing a good job. Okay. So the NBA, as you know, started a bubble in Orlando and they had testing every uh, day and they can get their test results in 12 to 15 hours. Just for a little clarification, I had to get COVID tested. It took me seven days to get a test and 18 days to get my results. So (laughs) it pays to be a millionaire professional athlete if you weren't aware. But (laughs) some weird stuff there, huh? Real quick, every test is that long swab down the nose, right? Oh, it's up to Ness. Yeah, so that's the only way, man. They have to do that I think every day. Might be a different way, but, but it's more noses. Bad. Good gosh, I don't know. Ugh. It tickles. Makes it's it not cough. horrible. It's it's not that bad. I mean, it only takes a second, uh, and then it takes eighteen days to get your results. But <laughs> uh, the MLB, on the other hand, uh, they decided to not have a bubble and basically just have players live at home and try to follow you know, social distancing protocols. Uh, And less than a week into the start of their season, 16 Florida Marlins caught it. That went up to 22 players. You can only have 30 players on an MLB active roster and 22 (laughs) the virus, okay? You can have 40 in reserve, so 40 total, 10 reserves. But literally, what, 80% (laughs) or 75% of the players caught it? The NHL has basically the same procedures as the NBA. They started two different bubbles, regional bubbles, okay? So let me ask you guys this question. Who do you think had more cases? Which major league? (laughs) It's going to definitely be the good old baseball. Baseball had 111 players test positive since they returned on August 7th. Since the NHL returned, with the bubble, they've had 11 players, okay? Since the NBA returned and did their initial testing, they have had zero players test positive in the bubble. Good job, LeBron. And just in case you were wondering, the MLB has a 40-man roster with 30 teams. That's 1,200 players, okay? So that's what, 7 8% of their players caught it? The NBA had 330 players brought to the bubble. The NHL had 713. Okay, that's approximately 2,200 total players. Okay, the NFL has that many players of all three leagues uh, total. Okay, they match that amount. And they're going to sure. go with the baseball route as opposed to the bubble. Uh, apparently, their chief medical officer. Dr. Alan Sills said, when questioned about an NFL bubble, we do not feel it's practical or appropriate to construct a bubble. So do you think the NFL has taken the right direction when it comes to 
protecting their players, one, and ensuring that we have a fucking season because if half the players go out, is that a real season, right? I mean, if we're signing people off the street to play because half have to be quarantined for two weeks, is that really a true NFL season? What do you think? Well, I'm a huge fan of the replacements. <laughs> so I'm down, to, right. I'm down to watch some Keanu Reeves level talent getting up there. There aren't that yeah, many uh, out, out there, Sean. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> Orlando Jones is going to take us to the Super Bowl. Yes. They've outlawed that stick em or whatever. Yeah, stick so. <laughs> Yeah, like they're definitely playing week one, but then, yeah, it's going to be such a shit show, I feel. Because, yeah. like, you know, they have – their rosters are so much larger than every other sport. And the, the, the actual sport itself, everyone is just so much closer. You know, everyone's literally like, – most of the opt-outs are, like, defensive linemen, offensive linemen, you know, guys that are – inches away from each other like you know the quarterback literally puts his hand on the center's ass constantly his face is all up in there like they've uh they've actually created a oakley like the sponsor like makes the sunglasses created a entire sort of face shield right so you know they've seen the visors it extends i thought you were going to say they created an ass shield because that would be incredible i don't i don't know if COVID is transmit transmitted via ass oh thank god that's a question for Dr. Fauci, I think. <laughs> I do like, there's like, you know, the Jags have posted a couple 10-second videos of, you know, Gardner Minshew throwing to somebody, and they all have, like, masks, but they're, like, you know, down on their chins, not on their faces because it's hot and they're sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, it's so funny to me. Like, it's, it's going it to be, yeah, it, it's going to be something else to to watch this year. Shimmer, that's, like, incredible like insight you know comparing everything and you know if we had to go if we didn't know anything and we're going off what you just you know laid out as far as you know comparing the amount of players that the NFL has to everyone else I mean it's not going to be good and I mean we're talking about how how irresponsible and immature a player can be just on Twitter you know spatting with uh, one of our owners who makes decisions so how responsible can we expect these, these young players to be as far as not going out and when they're visiting, when, when whatever team goes to play the Las Vegas Raiders? There was a, there, you know, the NBA is in a literal fucking bubble, right? And there's a player who named Lou Williams on the Clippers who said he had a funeral to go to, which was accurate. However, he got caught on social media at a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> and he had already, I think, uh, was on his way to report back, but he got caught. He said he was just there for the wings. Uh, that's <laughs> a completely true story. But the bingo guy, wings. He's in a bubble, right? Like literally, like basically security guards and people watching you 24-7. And he still did this. Like you're going to leave these, these 20-year-old millionaires to their own devices and be like, come on. Ultimately, the NFL is not a safe sport. Uh, for a variety of reasons, right? Like, uh, shit, that's half the reason uh, we love it, right? It's violent. But, and I think there's there's going to be a season. But it's not going to be like any season we've ever seen before because hundreds of players and, and staff, fucking coaches, Doug, what what's the Eagles coach caught it, right? He's yeah, not Doug a, Peterson. He um, might still be in quarantine. 
But that's two weeks, and during the season, they can't play, even if they physically could play. Like, what if Patrick Mahomes catches this shit right before the Super Bowl? Fucking tough, right? Uh, Chad Henney time, or whoever the fuck is back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the NFL going to have a season because there's too much money at stake, and they've shown time and time before they don't give a fuck about their players, right? Right. <laughs> if they get their players, and they don't do anything for them except for pay them while they play. If they get to the Super Bowl, like the league in general, and the Chiefs are in it, and Patrick Mahomes tests positive for coronavirus like the night before, they're going to keep that shit hush-hush, and he is going to play. I would I mean, bet no, they're gonna, on that. They're going to sign Todd Bowman off of a tracker. To no. <laughs> Super Bowl no. MVP Todd Bowman. The Fuck NFL – And he would play, and then half the team would get it at the Super Bowl uh, – virtual parade yeah they would risk a possible death over their biggest ratings for their biggest star right now should i say NFL for the players worth it is it worth it yeah oh, what the uh, money lock cut off his own fucking finger to go back in a game right yeah Boss. But his his finger can't spread a disease to other people though it also can't wear a super bowl ring so i mean oh true hey <laughs> yeah it's going to be a shit show. I would say my last thing about it is, like, uh, of the sports that have already been playing and how baseball is kind of, you know, doing the worst of it, we're even going to be worse off than baseball because at least baseball plays dozens and dozens of games. Even in their short season, they're going to still play 60 games. So, like, the Marlins missed a handful, but, like, you know, they're still going to be able to make those games up. It's a huge schedule. Like, football, it's such a small schedule. Like, you can't really make that up if a team is out for, like, a week or two. Like, it really fucks up everything. So Marlins have to do, like, a, it's, I heard something crazy, like, 27 games in 23 days. Like, a shit ton of double headers. Like That's a crazy. Double header. Football can't do that, though. <laughs> shit, they're already pissed about Thursday night football. Like, I know. They're just – those games are gone. Um, Dude, I would be excited if college does get canceled to get some Saturday night uh, NFL games if they're, you know – things go well somehow let me ask you this question all right the nba bubble apparently cost 150 million dollars to construct how much do you think the nfl generated in revenue last year how way uh what is the bubble made out of it's just like it's a fucking (laughs) not an actual bubble like it's just like put protocols and shit in place right it's just a dome. Uh, it's a fucking hotel at Disney. It's not. Yeah. It's not the CBS show. <laughs> yeah, they have fucking <laughs> screens in the like fake stands to have virtual players watch the NBA. Uh, like virtual Little Wayne was there high fiving like some old white lady. Oh, it's, so, it's awesome. I've seen it. Have you seen the uh, the Major League Baseball puts your own cutout in the stands? Yeah, that's cool too. I like that. Apparently they're going for upwards of three hundred bucks. Which is more than you would pay to go to the game, which I don't get. <laughs> a cardboard cutout versus virtual reality? Come on, Shit, somebody. Those are indoors versus out. You can't put a bunch of screens out. In a I place. know. <laughs> That's what I, I was wondering, though. Do you get to keep the cardboard cutout afterwards? Did they send it to you? Bucks, you better, right? That's what I, I would totally pay for that. Wait, what is the cardboard cutout of? You? It's I you, like, cheering. Yeah. Can it be other things? Could I send in, like... I don't know, Blair Witch, like, you know, can I send in like a character, like Godzilla cutout or something? Or does it have to be a person? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We should look this up. We can should we, all send out can we buy one? We we should, let's buy a God Hates Jazz. And watch the game. I'm not, 300 bucks though? 
That's only hundred bucks. For like twenty, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, just a small one. Just find the shittiest team. Probably the Marlins. Um, get a little logo. Oh wait, how much do you think the NFL generated in revenue last season? Oh, seven point five billion dollars. I was gonna say thirteen billion dollars. Fifteen billion. God damn it! <laughs> just in twenty nineteen. Okay. That led me down a rabbit hole, by the way, because honestly, I blame all these failures on Roger Goodell and his smug fucking face. Um, let me ask you this question, okay? Because I Google searched, uh, what is Roger Goodell's net worth? What do you guys think? Oh, my God. His net uh, worth? Uh, his net worth. I will say... Nine, 900 million. Oh, no. I'll say like 55 million. All right. Well, complete opposite sides of the spectrum. Okay. <laughs> and for those of you that are somehow listening but don't know, <laughs> Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL. Uh, Google search puts Roger Goodell's net worth at $150 million, I was way wait, off. Dang. But wait. Okay. Because I did a deeper dive into Roger Goodell and uh, an ESPN report recorded that he made 220 212.5 million from the years 2006 when he took over until 2015. In 2017, he signed a five-year extension that will pay him $200 million over the course of the contract. Good so God. by 2023, the NFL will have paid Roger Goodell nearly half a billion dollars to shit on all of his players. <laughs> yeah, at least Patrick. I'll McCaffrey. do it for twenty dollars. I would do it for. Well, come on, man. Know your worth. I'm at least getting a mill out of the out of the deal. You got to get booed everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna boo him even harder now. Uh, no, he tried to like make it a thing where he likes it. Fuck him. I I hate Roger. I mean, yeah. dude. Honestly, like it. You know, the NFL clearly is all about their money their 15 billion dollars if they were being proactive and if they were being smart and were like taking initiative they would have planned this out in april where just in case this is what we're going to do we're going to play games on monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday and we will rearrange the schedule we're not going to have anyone at the stadium we will make all the travel work. You will be, you will play in four stadiums tops, and there will be a game there every other day. So you can play a game, clean everything, or whatever you have to do to get the get the field ready. Whatever you have to do, they clearly have the money to get that done. They're Good. just it's a it's a wait and see what happens, and we'll just fucking pick up the pieces yeah, afterwards. So much time. That's the thing that bothers me. They have more time than everyone else. Right. And they're just like, you know, do what other people are doing. They had more time and more money than anyone. Yes. And they still couldn't figure out a plan to get it I done. I thought you, you could do a big ass. I mean, it would have to be probably 10 times the size of the bubble because the amount of fucking players. But, like, I was thinking a bubble with eight fields, right? You have right. a 10-game season or eight games, right? Everyone stays there for three months, and you knock out the fucking season. And but you're stuck there three months. You can bring your family, whatever. They're stuck there too. <laughs> well, according to Sean, if it's going to be eight fields, it's going to have to be a pretty big bubble. That's going to be 
have yeah, to go. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have to source out some labor for that. That's yeah, how are we gonna build that bubble? Billions. I, I, I don't know if this is political or not, but I, I hate billionaires. Uh, if the 32 billionaires, we have, you know, the owners of the teams, each gave a billion dollars, one, just to help COVID in general, but that'd be $32 billion. One, they would all still have billions left and be richer than you could ever imagine. But they could have fucking solved the NFL COVID process, you know, problem with $32 billion. I don't know know if money is, you know, all it would take. But yeah, that would help. Okay, (laughs) $32 billion can solve anything. I don't think, it's not like that South Park episode, you just inject money into your body. Like, you know, you still got to figure it out, (laughs) you know? All right. So again, at the end of the day, we're just going to hope for our best until they say there's no season left. You know, like football specifically NFL is the only sport I love, love. So like the other sports with the bubbles and stuff are cool, but I just want there to be football. So until they take it away from me, I'm assuming we have it. Uh, And tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, August 12th. Yeah. Patrick's doing some, some Hail Marys over there. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. It's tomorrow, August 12th. No. What is today? Yes. Oh, it is? Okay, I don't so, know. Yeah, so it's the first day that the media can start watching practices. So we don't have any preseason this year. So the first time we're going to see, like, football with our own eyes is going to be week one because we can't go to training camps this year. We can't go to preseason. Uh, but media gets to go tomorrow. So we're at least going to start getting see some videos and stuff. And a little topical question for you guys. There's always the player on the team that – super flashes during camp uh more times than not it probably doesn't work out in regular season um but there's always that guy that everyone's raving about and we get super hyped up on the internet who do you guys think is going to be like that jag this year that we're going to hear about on like twitter and stuff that's going to be like blowing everybody out of the water and then you know maybe like once the season starts we'll see who's actually the most accurate yeah uh, I mean, it's going to be tough because the, the the players that you think are going to make these leaps or, you know, or even our rookies coming in, one that I've got in mind, we literally haven't seen anything. Um, they haven't been able to even do um, anything with the team. So, but I mean, if I had to guess, I would, I would hope to see uh, what, how we're going to use uh, Chenault, you know, and what role he's going to have with the other receivers that we have. I would hope that he stands out. Um, in camp, you know, is he going to, we'll see, but if, if he's going to be that kind of player where they're saying like, he's, he's a freak athlete, you know, he should jump, jump out uh, in, in camp. I would like to see Ronnie Harrison also take a huge leap and, you know, take ownership of the safety position and really be the best player back there. Um, I have high hopes for him this year. So I hope he can stand out in camp too. Quick side note about Harrison. Uh, like the players have been back in the building for a couple of days, like a week. His it was his first day back in the building today because he just had a a baby girl. So, oh, Bonnie I'm, Harrison. <laughs> Bonnie Harrison. Name? I'm going with Bonnie Harrison now because of Patrick Bonnie Harrison, no. the daughter of Rodney Harrison. I don't know. We'll find out. But Harriet. <laughs> Harriet Harrison. It's a solid name. Nice. Um, well, Shimmer, who are you thinking? Who's who's going to be pick, balling? I got I got two guys. I went offense and defense, uh, uh, just like Patrick. <laughs> uh, 
My offensive player, uh, I think, will hopefully take a DJ Chark-like leap this season uh, because he's healthy for the first time ever. And his name is Josh Oliver, tight end, draft pick from last year. I mean, I don't know. I'm going based totally off the fact that he looks like a prototypical tight end. And, but honestly, he's showed me nothing, but I'm just hoping that he was just <laughs> hurt or didn't know what he was supposed to be doing. And then right. somehow this year, he's grown up and healthy. But the other guy I like uh, is a rookie and a cornerback, but not the one you're thinking. I like Josiah Scott, cornerback out of Michigan State, mostly because he's 5'9". And I just <laughs> I think if you're already at a disadvantage and you make the NFL as a fourth round pick, you're probably pretty fucking good, right? So yeah. and I think um I heard on you know, I, I don't know, I didn't watch him play at Michigan State, but I heard he was not a slot cornerback. He was an outside guy and he it it really didn't matter how much taller or how much more length these receivers had, he was a good cover corner. So that's those are my uh uh hopeful breakout. All right, Sean, who do you got? Uh, I feel like you guys said most of my guys, so I'm going to think in depth in five seconds to find somebody new. You know, I mean, you got to, like, guys, come on. It's his team now. My boy is going to be flashing hard during training camp because he doesn't have anybody trying to sack him. So I'm going to go with my boy Minshew uh, because, you know, in training camp, like, Defensive tackles, offense, like Ben Barge might end up being the greatest offensive lineman ever, but we're not going to be on training camp because, you know, they don't get to do all that much in training camp. Uh, so it's always like, you know, the guys passing the ball and catching the ball, they're going to flash. So Minshew, I think, you know, every day we're going to be hearing like, mm-hmm. just because, I mean, what, we had years of Bortles who like could barely throw a spiral. So like just by default, I feel like now it's going to just sound so good. We're going to hear, you know, like, long bombs the shark and and you know some good plays the chenault and stuff um everything i've heard Minshew sounds like he's just been you know taking advantage of all the virtual stuff with gruden and all that zoom meetings do what he's crushing those zoom he meetings. is i bet you he doesn't freeze in his zoom meetings yeah he's probably <laughs> he zooms the zoom <laughs> he's zoom zooming and I don't know, do I need to pick a defense guy? Because y'all picked a defense guy. I'm going to say uh, Taven Bryan's going to he's gonna wow. look real good just for the sake of – You pop in a bad way. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Taven just in the off chance if he does super break out this year. Yeah. I'll be like, whoa, remember how I told y'all about that? I was yeah, – remember? remember? Yeah, that was me. Look at that scouting I did. And I'll remind you how you said I, you only picked him because you didn't think of him. Oh, no, dude. Oh, don't call me out on that. I mean, we would all we would all love to see Minshew be the standout player, uh, but you know, I, I've got I've got high hopes for some guys that I mean are not overlooked clearly, but I think they would be exciting to see them stand out. Uh, hopefully, uh, he is number one. On the top 100 players of 2021, Gardner Minshew. Let's, so, let, let, let's hope so. Uh, Sean, I think the top 100 just came out, and the Jaguars had zero players on it. Uh, who do you think was left off our list, off the list, who probably belongs that's currently on the Jaguars roster? 
Uh, I would say the biggest snub this year, I'm still going with my boy Minshew. Kyler Murray came in at 90. Gardner Minshew had basically identical stats with four less games. So I'll I'll just never get over how – it also goes back to how Murray won Offensive Rookie of the Year and Minshew wasn't even on the ballot. Like, it's all – I mean, it's all just – made up bullshit, you know, type of work. But if he's going to be number 90 and Minshew looks the same, it's all purely draft status why he didn't get on it. But uh, I don't know. Minshew's probably not a top 100 player yet. I would say DJ Chark at least deserved to be at the, you know, around like 95 or something. I mean, there's a lot of good players in the league. I don't think Chark's there yet. I think he would have deserved at least be a 95-ish if I could be I would... a player. Yeah, the, I was going off of like, do the Jaguars have any top 100 players across the board in the NFL? I would say absolutely yes. Do they have any top 75 players? I mean, that's where it starts to get eh. DJ Chark, the, the wide receivers that were on the top 100. And granted, these are picked by the players, so they're picking people that are showing out, you know, that, that have, you know, good, good stats highlights. They're just as biased as we are when, when the first player that comes to your mind, they're just as biased as as we are. But if you're going to tell me that these two players that I'm about to say would be overlooked for the players that were picked, I would have called you crazy. So Frank Clark was number 100 on the NFL's top 100 players. Literally he just made the cut. Josh Allen, for comparison, uh, let's compare these stats. This is just from last year, and let's go off the big things that people are looking at. Sacks. You got 10.5 sacks for Josh Allen versus 8 for Frank Clark. So, I mean, Super Bowl championship obviously has a huge impact on that. You know, and I'm looking at the top 100, the players vote before the playoffs even start. Right, but the Kansas City Chiefs were a better team oh, yeah. throughout the season yeah, yeah, than the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've got, I've got a, I've got a worse one than that. Uh, I was actually looking up the same thing. Uh, in his same draft class, drafted what three spots ahead? Nick Bosa voted seventeenth overall. Nick Bosa, forty-seven tackles. Josh Allen, forty-four. Nick Bosa, nine and nine sacks. Josh Allen, ten and a half. Bosa had an interception. But Josh Allen had two forced fumbles, so right. he's seventeenth. But Josh Allen's not top one hundred. It's Jaguars. Just you know, God hates Jags. Nobody. God hates Jags. You can so say impact win. plays that you remember. You know, maybe Nick Bosa had some of those impact plays that you would say are absolutely game changing. But to, to for Josh Allen not to make the top one hundred, I would say is disrespectful i mean yannick as well i mean you know he had a down season last year as far as numbers go but i mean he was still a presence on the field and they've got chris carson i believe he's 95 chris carson over leonard fournette chris carson over leonard fournette i don't think he belongs not at all i mean i don't know y'all are naming fournette really I don't think Cars. I don't think Lynn Fournette's a top 100 player in the NFL. I think that me he, neither. Whether he's a top 100 or not, if you go by the running backs that are listed in the top 100 and exclude Leonard Fournette for Chris Carson, 
it's it's just the name recognition thing with the, I mean it's it's a brand what team do they play for and it's a name recognition thing. Yeah. Y'all are naming players on teams that play Sunday night and Monday night games. <laughs> we don't play those true. teams. Yeah. And those are when players, players are players. off and watching. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So it's not, it doesn't matter whether they're getting national love amongst the players. It's who they Who's like that guy's a tough son of a bitch. I played against him on Sunday, right? Like, True. Kelly would have been high as fuck on this list, even if everyone hated the Jaguars because he was that damn good. So I just think, um, I don't know. Fournette, it just, I just don't think the many running backs belong in the list. Like McCaffrey, maybe Zeke, <laughs> but they're just, a yeah. dime a dozen Guess point. what? Those yeah, they didn't even go to the playoffs. You know, like yeah, exactly. the best no. at their position still doesn't make that big of a. But, That's true. All right, guys. So this episode has been a little bit of a hodgepodge. Uh, like next episode, training camp's gonna be under, so we probably have a little bit more like focused. You know, some really good things to talk about. Some like real stuff happening. Uh, so this was kind of just a little bit of a hodgepodge of everything that's been going on the past couple weeks but as always gonna play a couple games uh in a minute shimmer's got a new game for us that i don't know somebody might die i'm not really sure yet he'll explain the rules but first off play a little classic guess that jag so guys i got a little uh make sure you can't see the answer on the zoom there i guess you can't really yeah it's all right so i have a player and I would like for you to guess them. Got three clues here. See who can guess it first. My first clue. Is it guess which Jaguar will come down with the COVID and have to sit out the entire season? Ooh, yes. Ooh. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't you put that, that evil on me. All right. All right. First clue. Uh, this player is a cousin of famous boxer Joe Frazier. Current, wait, is this a current or former Jack? I can't tell you that. He's, just, okay. he's, he's a cousin of Joe Frazier? Or, of according Frazier. to Wikipedia, unless it's lying to me. I mean, Joe Frazier's up there in age, so... Uh, I can't think of a single person named Frazier who's ever played for our team, so that gives me nothing. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, cousin doesn't mean last name, you know. I would okay. I probably don't know half of my cousin's last names. Second clue. All right. Second. Oh, let me see which one I wanted to be in my, uh, hold on here. Do, do, do. All right. Yeah. So here was my second one. Uh, this player is the six all time rusher for the Florida state Seminoles. Greg Jones. Yep. Greg Jones. Yeah. Greg Jones. Hey, hey. Dude, he's cousins <laughs> with Joe Frazier. No Apparently. shit. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. On his, uh, back in Jaguar history. Yes. What? Yeah, on Greg Jones' Wikipedia page, under his personal life, it literally just says cousin of Joe Frazier. Nothing else. That's, no that's the only personal life yeah. factoid. So, yeah. This week's Guess That Jag, Greg Jones, who we drafted to be a running back, got a lot of knee injury, so he never really got to be a running back, but God damn it, he was the best fullback we ever had. Uh, Maurice Jones Drew, I've heard say on, on other, uh, on media and podcasts and whatnot, Greg Jones was the most fit person he's ever been around in his entire life. Oh yeah. Like back in the day, I remember like on the old, like Jags message board, there would just be like constant posts of 
like how the word like beast or whatever gets overused, but everyone's like, no, Greg Jones is a I beast. I saw him at a, a beach bar once. He was uh, incredibly jacked, but he was a lot shorter <laughs> than you would think. Like, I Yeah, he's not a big dude. No, I was like, oh, hey, you know, I look down at him, which I'm not the tallest man in the world, but. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like, perfect. well, that was perfect for Jones Drew then. Like, you know, if he was super tall, yeah. Jones Drew wouldn't know where to go, but he could like. Jesse over his head, you know? I'd say he's a well, solid middle between me and Jones Drew. Like, yeah. I can perfectly fairness, vision that. In all fairness, he was definitely looking down on you also. So. Uh, uh, well, not on his high chair he was. Don't hurt me. <laughs> Don't hurt me, Greg Jones. Uh, uh, Sorry, Greg. All right. Well, Patrick won that one. Okay. I have a new game we're not going to do. Uh, we're going to take a break from – uh reality tv star or jaguars draft pick and try out a new game thank so, god uh really not a fan are you, <laughs> you're bad no i'm a i'm a huge fan i just i it stresses me out because i'm like really i swear bad. i know this and you're, then i don't not good at it <laughs> yeah yeah okay, thank well, you. this one uh honestly the only uh way to win is creativity because we're gonna play a game called fight to the death and the rules are I will assign each of you at random a Jaguar, <laughs> former Jaguar figure, or just any person I decide. And then <laughs> so anybody in the world. So anybody, okay. To argue why that person would win in a fight in the death, fight to the death against the other person. So for instance, we're going to do a quick, quick tutorial round. Okay. Sean. I assign you Jalen Ramsey and Patrick. I assign you AJ Green. Sean, tell me who would win in a fight to the death between Jalen Ramsey and AJ Green. Go. So obviously Jalen Ramsey would win because of the classic, uh, what's the exact wording for it? Like the classic pull shark scam. Uh, You know, if like, Jalen Ramsey's, you know, at somewhere and AJ Green comes in. He's like, oh, what's up, man? They have a beef. They want to fight. Jalen Ramsey's totally going to be pulling the whole like, oh, man, dude, I can't fight. Like, my back hurts. I pulled something, dude. Like, we can't fight. Can we do this next week? And just when AJ Green's like, yeah, man, all right, we'll we'll deal with this later and turns around, that's when Jalen Ramsey reveals that he was healthy the entire time and fucking pounces on AJ Green from the back and beats his ass in. So that's why Jalen Ramsey would win. Sneak attack. Patrick, yeah. 30 seconds on the clock. Give me your counter argument. Okay, well, regardless of their fight on the field, I'm gonna, so I have to defend A.J. Green. You have like, to. No matter. Okay. You can, you can so, so A.J. Green, he would win because he is the silent type. So he's the kind of guy, like, when they show, like, the two fighters and they're, like, face-to-face, he's the one that's just, like, stone-cold staring at the guy and the other one's, like, all cocky and shit. And then when they get into the ring, uh, the cocky guy, like, lands a hit and does, like, a little robot dance. And while he's (laughs) doing that, he gets, like, fucking, like, scissor-kicked in the face and knocked the fuck out and embarrassed on national television. AJ Green is definitely that guy. He's quiet. He's also got the length and the stamina. And uh, he's bony, dude. So I feel like an elbow to the face by that guy would just like, <laughs> I mean, it, it would destroy you. So AJ Green uh, would, would destroy Jalen Ramsey in a fight. Sorry, Jalen. All right. I've made my ruling. Uh, <laughs> there are countless videos of the cocky guy getting knocked out. I'm sorry, Sean, but AJ <laughs> Green would kill Jalen Ramsey right. in a I fight. I do like this game. <laughs> All right. 
Is that going to count as a point? I feel like we did a whole round. I'm going to go ahead and give Patrick a point. We got four rounds. All right. The next one, okay? I'm going to have Patrick go first. And who would win in a fight to the death? Patrick, you have been assigned Shad Khan. And Sean, you have been assigned Tom Coughlin. Who would win in a fight to the death between these old men? <laughs> Is this uh, Tom Coughlin, like, pre or Current. pre? Like, currently. Okay, well, right, right now he's, like, in a hospital because he had a bike accident. Am I, am I a fully healthy Tom Coughlin? You are present day. If he's in the hospital, you're gonna have to do <laughs> no. something. Okay, so this I is gonna be easy. Speedy recovery, Tom. This may yeah. end soon. Like not to make a joke, it's nothing like serious to my knowledge. Like okay. he's gonna be okay, but right. we're gonna let Patrick go first. Patrick, right. You have a uh, shot, Khan. Okay, so I'll make this quick. If it's currently and Tom Coughlin's in the hospital, Shad Khan will win because he will walk into the hospital and unplug Tom Coughlin. Wow. wow. <laughs> He's that cold-hearted. Yeah, that's uh, he's a. I mean, he's a billionaire. You you gotta burn some bridges to get that far. Sean's right. counter argument. Uh, so Tom Coughlin, he's actually you know he had a lot of beef with a lot of players, so he faked the uh, the bicycle accident to kind of like lay low for a while, so he actually isn't injured. So when Shad Khan goes in and pulls off the blanket, Tom Coughlin isn't in the hospital bed. He's behind Shad Khan because he got fired, so he has no job right now. So he has a lot of free time, and he has a lot of you know reason to want to get back at Shad at Shad because you know he fired him. Uh, so we're going classic like you got fired and you want revenge, so you go in there just fucking wailing on the guy. You're getting recorded. It's going on social media, but you don't care that you look like an ass because you want to get revenge on your old boss. So he'll be a disgruntled employee. Yeah. Deduct points from Sean because there's no way Tom Coughlin knows how to work uh, social media. So. <laughs> well, that's just. However. Also, I don't think he would fake that. Like, uh, no, like no, no, Andy he's, Kaufman. no. He, he's not doing the social media. That's just like the young people, the nurses and all that recording to put on social media to make them look crazy. I okay. just think, uh, shit, I don't know if there's anything you could have said, Patrick. I think it, when it came to fisticuffs, I mean, it, players wouldn't fuck with Coughlin, and they're like gigantic human beings. I got to give it to Coughlin. Point, Sean. We got a tie game. <laughs> tie game okay. and fight to okay. the death. That's it's going to get a little crazier now. All right. We have Sean in a fight to the death. You have been assigned Jackson DeVille holding a shotgun and Patrick You've been assigned an actual Jaguar. Who would win <laughs> in a fight to the death? The mascot with the shotgun versus a ferocious beast. Who's going first? Sean's going first. Oh, me? Uh, I mean, easy peasy. I got my shotgun. It's locked and loaded. Uh, first game of a regular, a non-COVID season. I'm up on the really tall lights. I got the bungee thing attached to me. I jump off. I do the big intro. I got my fucking shotgun. I do a couple practice shots to get the crowd into it. And then when I'm dangling like 10 feet off the ground, I'm going to get the Jag's attention. The Jag comes running over. Uh, I think Jags can only jump eight feet in the, in the air and I'm 10 feet in the air. So I obviously have the advantage. Uh, so I just point my shotgun straight down, shoot that Jaguar. 
don't Google how tall, how much a Jag can actually jump in real life, because I don't know. <laughs> Counter-argument. Okay, well, uh, I would think that an actual Jaguar is extremely agile and can outmaneuver a person inside a mascot costume. Yes, this person does have a gun, but I high-five Jackson DeVille at one of the Jags games, and he's got four fingers, first of all, and those fingers are each about three or four inches in, in diameter, and that finger cannot go into the trigger for a shotgun. Oh, no. So uh, this is not like a Looney Tune shotgun. I'm assuming it's a real shotgun. Also, he's looking through his mouth, and it, he, his aim's going to be all off. He's going to be about – 105 degrees inside that costume that jaguar is going to see you know all the fat that jackson deville has on him he will eat him and store him for energy so i'm going to go with the jaguar wow <laughs> both very compelling arguments uh sean uh <laughs> i didn't even factor in his bungee cord abilities <laughs> it's a special power it's honestly something you have to consider what neither of you brought up was the fact that his his outer shell of mascot uniform may protect the person <laughs> inside but ultimately uh but sean i have to deduct you some points where you stated he would take a few practice shots there's no way he's got time to reload <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Also, also, he's just shooting a shotgun into a crowd of people. It's a fucking jaguar. If it doesn't take him out in the first shot, you're. Whoa, dead. hold on. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Shooting a shotgun for fun is bad, but an actual live jaguar running around the stadium, the people would be freaking I just out. Said, I just he's said, being hunted by a shotgun. After some practice shots, you need to be ready to go because if, if you don't get him, he you're dead. So. I don't think you had stood much of a chance on this oh, one. Damn it. It's the actual fucking Jaguar because uh, of course it is. Uh, all right. We've got one more <laughs> round. And if we need a tiebreaker, I can come up with one more. <laughs> this next <laughs> one, I think you'll both like. Uh, in a fight to the death. Patrick, you have been assigned Josh Scobie and Sean you have been assigned Josh Lambeau. However, Shit. either contestant can use anything but their legs as weapons. Go ahead. Who's first? <laughs> Who went first last time? Sean? Patrick, you're up. Man, I was just going to say, if this is going to be like uh, <laughs> like Mortal Kombat rules or like, or or should I say like, WCW NWO revenge rules where you can pull like a foreign object out from under the ring. Josh Scooby would 100% have a golf club. And I feel like that would be, you know, where Josh Lambeau would probably have like an incense stick or something. So, oh man, strictly legs. So strictly legs. Strictly legs. So going by uh, Scooby's uh, 56 yard field goal and the kicking power, I would say that he would definitely kick the shit out of Josh Lambeau. Um, also, I feel like if it came down to it, Josh Scobie definitely has some cronies that would have his back that would roll deep with him. And even if he did get his ass kicked, his people would roll in and not let Josh Lambeau get away with it. So, Scobie. Sean, rebuttal. Josh Lambeau? Wait, so I, I can only use my legs? 
Josh his legs in a kick to the death. I can only, I'm trying to think of funny things with just my legs. Uh, well, you only have 20 seconds left. So oh, God. Am I allowed to make a phone call? No. As, as no. Josh Lambeau, that, that's my hands? I mean, there's lots of things. Bring up, man. All right, so Josh, <laughs> you're thinking outside the box. Though. But that's not your legs. That's his hair. All right, yeah, so Josh, you can't use your hair. All right, so Josh Lambeau. Wait, that's okay. I feel like now I'm confusing Scope and Lambeau. Josh Lambeau, he, yeah, dude, he's like a Zen Buddhist monk. He has his long hair. He's like the water. It's tattooed on his legs. So using his legs, he would use his. It's like Avatar: The Last Airbender. He has be like water tattooed on his legs. If you're telling me that's not a subtle hint that he's a waterbender and he can use his legs to waterbend to thoroughly whip Josh Scobie's ass, uh, then, then I don't know what to tell you. So he's going to use his like Buddhist chill powers to like super cyan kick some water and it would hit Scobie so hard. And if I'm allowed to, if I'm allowed to have like a, like a, you know, a call, like a phone a friend, if I'm allowed to have like a bonus power up, I'm mm -hmm. calling in, I'm using my legs. And after I kick a field goal, everyone knows the first person that would always come and meet Scope or Lambo after a field goal is my boy, Clayus Campbell. So he would be my backup. He'd be wow. my crony. Uh, both of you should be disqualified. It's a fight to the death amongst the individuals. There are no backups. <laughs> no. I want a backup. But uh, if Lambo's kicking water at me, that's also a foreign object. Well, we don't know what kind of terrain they're fighting on, Patrick. So. All right, fair. Uh, <laughs> I needed something. I will agree that, Patrick, uh, that most likely Scobie has the power over Lambo. However, I would agree with Sean that Lambo is the far superior athlete. Lambo played soccer. Scobie played golf. I'm going to give it to the soccer player in a surprise <laughs> tie game comeback tied two to two. All right. You're right. Golf's not a sport. All right. <laughs> For the tiebreaker, okay. we're going to change things up. You're both going to come up with your own individual matchups. I will decide which one is better. Oh and that person will be the winner. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Does this need to be football related at all? Just best matchup, which one will make me laugh the most? The best matchup. Okay. Um, 30 seconds on the clock. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. 30 seconds, 25 seconds. Out of anybody ever. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the us thinking about it is really good podcasting. <laughs> uh, we have 13 seconds oh, left. Oh, God. I haven't. Any two people. Any two people. I'm going to say Genghis Khan versus Gandhi. Genghis Khan versus Gandhi. It seems like it would be a bloodbath. Sean. <laughs> uh, wait, does he have to say who's going to win? It just be, yeah, just had to pick the two best. Okay. Uh, I'm going Gardner Minshew versus White Goodman. White Goodman from Dodgeball? From Dodgeball. Wow. And you went Genghis Khan versus Buddha? Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> because I forgot yours, Patrick, I've got to give the win to Sean. What the? F you wouldn't want to see that? No, because Gandhi wouldn't literally would not fight. Is literally his whole thing. <laughs> At least I picked two actual people. 
So did I. I'm sorry. I got to You picked it. a character in a Ben Stiller movie. Oh, I mean, you know. Yeah. A funny character. You really. Sure, we're going to give us a lot to go on, so. Who says Gandhi isn't funny? You picked a pacifist. We obviously know who's going to win. <laughs> I have to dock you the game. That's the game. Right. Fight for the death and the pot. All right, I, I will say not fair, but you know we'll we'll, we'll we may continue. It's a very subjective week. game. It is literally who I decide wins. So you're right. So who am I? <laughs> I picked two athletes at the top of their sport. Be the judge if you want. I'll do it next week. All right, good. I can't wait to argue. It's just It'll be a roundtable. What I do Let's for a living. Let, let me let me end this before uh, before Who's my got a party guys. Here are some uh, here are some Blake Bortles facts for you guys. Number one. <laughs> Uh, Blake Bortles' father, Rob, was a standout athlete in college. At uh, He was a wrestler at Georgia Tech, so just so you guys know that. Also, his mother, Susie, is, uh, according to this article, a social media maven. Um, I'm not sure what maven means, but that, we can add that to our unanswered questions list. Also, uh, Bortles' brother, Colby, was drafted by the Detroit Tigers, and um, – so, you know, you got athletes running in the family. Uh, let's see. What else here? Bortles, <laughs> Bortles facts. <laughs> Why are there Bortles facts? I don't know. Literally uh, will never have a use. Anyone currently uh, listening, this will uh, never help you in life unless you Bortles, marry the Bortles family. Won't help you in life? Get a load of this. Bortles previously dated Monzel, model uh, Lindsay Duke. You know Lindsay. Um I'm familiar. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I don't know if you would consider this a fact or just an opinion, but uh, the Bortles trash talk has affected his family. Oh, so. (laughs) That's sad. Well, that's one of the facts. (laughs) What is this website you're on? Uh, It's from heavy.com. So Bortles seems sad to me. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That was an opinion. That was an (laughs) opinion. It says facts, so it must be. Billy Madison moment. Everyone in here is now dumber for having this. (laughs) Hey, listen. I had this web page open for the entire podcast. It's just been staring, (laughs) burning a hole into my brain. So I think I I had to share it with him. Yeah, he's he's. Well, no, I don't know if he is the Rams back. He's gonna be signed by the Rams. He's not on the. He's not gonna be on Hard Knocks tonight. So I'll tell you what, his, his brother Colby is uh, in the baseball restart. So well, we should have fucking drafted him. So <laughs> he was drafted in the 22nd round. So good. That what? That's stupid. That's too, I, that's too many rounds. <laughs> but, but I don't want to talk about it now because my computer has 5% battery. Guys, I don't know how we're topping Bortles facts. That was some quality <laughs> stuff. Uh, I, I hope his family's doing well. I hope they, they're getting through these tough times. But uh, I think that's – we're going to put a cork on that one. You guys feel good about it? I feel good. Put a cork in that bottle. Uh, gonna... I can't believe I forgot uh, our, our friend's birthday. <laughs> it's, I had another friend remind me, so uh, – See? It's, yeah, don't – give him, give, him give him a late text. I'll get a little call. When, when was it? Uh, it was yesterday. Oh fuck! You act like uh, <laughs> fucking uh, weeks ago. Yesterday. I was I was trying to keep it vague because y'all got really vague. So I was just like, 
The fuck? His mother probably hadn't even called. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> I'm just in, let's call him Rick. This is Rick's birthday. Happy birthday, Rick. Happy birthday, Rick. Happy birthday, Rick. My boy. All right. We'll be back soon, guys. We got some real football coming this way. Hopefully it doesn't get canceled. Guys, stay safe out there. I'll see you on the Zoom soon. Later. Bye. Zoom out. I've got literally 1% battery left on the Zoom, so you're going to have to get me a charger.